Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. Hey, what's good, people? Episode 50 of Elijah Fire. We have arrived. I'm excited. It's episode 50. That's what I'm talking about. Because it's episode 50, I feel like I need to make a really exciting announcement. We hired somebody. Her name is Mariah. She's amazing. She's in professional radio and she is going, she is taking on converting all of our Elijah Fire episodes into podcasts. And then she's also going to do it with some of the episodes of Elijah Streams. We have over 700 episodes of Elijah Streams. That's a crazy number. So we're going to slowly whittle away at that number, but we're going to start moving forward. We're going to be doing that with both shows. That's been one of the most requested things has been, hey, I love the show. Whether you watch Elijah Fire or Elijah Streams, love the show. However, I would love for you to do podcasts so that I can listen to it while I'm working out or while I'm playing video games or while I'm on my commute to work and not waste my data while your wish has been granted. You're welcome. So we're really excited about that. Uh, we're we're, um, we're going to be, uh, we're right in the trenches right now. We're up to our ears in, in coordinating that whole thing. And Mariah's amazing. Uh, and she's, she's really spearheading that. So stay excited, get excited and then stay excited. That's what I'm talking about. My guest today, I've been wanting to have her on for a long time, but I wanted to make sure that Steve, cause he's known her for a long time that he got her on his show first. So I was patient. The time has come. My guest today, you guys, such positive feedback when she was on Elijah streams, but she's a, she's a flight attendant. She's a true justice fighter. I'm not talking like fake justice fighter. She's a real justice fighter, um, a kingdom justice fighter. And she's also the co-founder of the Sierra Cares Foundation. Let's welcome my guest today, Andrea Hobart. Hi, Jeff. Hi, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here on yeah. Elijah Fire. Yeah, Yay. absolutely. And you've just been such a great source of encouragement as we've been embarked on this journey um, you know, uh, I, I just can't thank you enough. You're such a, such an encourager to people in the body of Christ. Um, and you just radiate the, the joy of the Lord. And, um, and so, yeah, so thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. You yeah. are, you're, we're here because of you. Yeah. And this is, uh, this is a lot. I mean, almost all due to you mm. launching Elijah Fire. So. Yeah. It's been a yeah, lot of work thank you so much. <laughs> and more work to come. To yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so there are some people that did not see your interview with Steve Schultz on Elijah's dreams. Um, so why don't you give a little bit about yourself and let, okay. tell the people who you are? Yes. Oh, so everybody out there, um, I am so glad to be here. It was so fun being on with Steve on Elijah's dreams and, uh, First of all, I just want to thank you, Jeff and Illumination and all at Elijah Streams right now and Elijah Fire for being here for all that you do. The fact that I got to go on and be on with Steve, who has been a huge support in my life, he and Doreen, and mm -hmm. the prophetic word through Elijah List has ministered to me my whole life, mm -hmm. um, especially as a flight attendant, a young flight attendant traveling around the world. I started flying at 19 years old with wow. an international airline. And I, it was kind of like, it was, I'd come out of YWAM, Youth with a Mission, was praying yeah. about what to do. I oh, got yeah. a prophetic word, very specific yeah. prophetic word that by uh, the new year, it was, it was in um, late summer of, of 90, 
nine, right before the new millennium, I got a prophetic word that by the new millennium, the new year, I would be going in and out of many nations as an mm. ambassador. And the person that gave me that word was Larry Randolph. Okay. And he said, I don't know if it's ministry, if it, it's not just one nation, it's many nations. And that led to being launched into doing different kinds of mission trips and joining mm. an organization called Airline Ambassadors International, mm. where I served as an ambassador with different relief and mission work, even within the airline, uh, including bringing back a young baby from India, an orphanage in, in India and flying, accompanying her all the way back to Seattle, Washington, to her new family. Wow. That was my first mission as an airline ambassador. And, wow. and then moving into different things. And then what opened up is uh, also after prophetic words about being involved in uh, rescuing children and people from human trafficking and even sexual trafficking and slavery and bondage. Mm -hmm. I, I had that word multiple times from one person and a few from a diff different people and an opportunity opened up literally with what I'm doing already as a flight attendant. I've had no training outside of, of being in the airlines and now meeting several people and experts and survivors of human mm -hmm. trafficking. That's been my education. So yeah. an opportunity opened up where I joined again with airline ambassadors international. And uh, I've overseen a group of flight attendants since 2014. I've been part of directing this program where we travel all over the world to train and educate airline personnel, flight attendants, airports, uh, security, and even sometimes the airport police, um, on recognizing and reporting human trafficking wow. and the biggest message usually comes from a survivor leader and survivor speaker mm. so that's been a huge part of my uh, honor is really getting to know many survivors and support them and encourage them in um, really becoming the leaders in this movement mm. so uh, again elijah list the prophetic elijah streams especially the last two years has completely yeah. just just even uh, caused me to go into much higher levels of knowing the Lord. I yeah. have known the Lord Agreed. my me whole too. life. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I've known the Lord my whole life. I've yeah. always been probably uh, uh, sensitive in the spirit is a good word. I pick up on things and I've had a very intimate relationship with the Lord and I've valued the visions, dreams, and things he's put in my heart my whole life, even as a little girl including I dreamed of doing what I'm doing now as a little girl. And amazing. But, uh, the Elijah streams, Elijah list has just literally uh, catapulted mm -hmm. me into a new way of, of just knowing God and experiencing, experiencing all that he's doing right now yeah. personally and, and in, in our world. Yeah. So here I am today. This is also a prophetic word. Mm. I'm sort of living out a prophecy, if, if that makes any sense. Every Come step on, of yeah. my life has been prophesied. Yeah. So I'm now looking back at my words thinking, okay, God, what's what's the next part that happens? Some yeah. of it hasn't happened yet. But if I can be uh, in, an encouragement to you all today, uh, there was quite a lot of years and time that none of what I saw or even had been prophesied about had ha happened. Mm. Some of it happened, but so much hadn't and hasn't. But it's really starting. And like I said, I've been living out a prophetic word, words that have been given to me. And I believe that I'm a sign, even sitting here mm -hmm. right now, for those of you to know that there are suddenlies about to happen in your life. You're going to find yourself sitting and right now, very soon times, living out things that you've dreamed, prayed for, 
and been prophesied about. Mm. So here I am. Yeah. So glad to be here, Jeff. That's great. Yeah, man, that's great. And I think it's great when you start to see prophetic words that you've been holding on to for a long time, just like, just like Paul tells Timothy war over the prophecies made over you. you like, mm-hmm. like grab a hold of those and, and contend for those and, and pray into those and believe. And, and, um, and I think it's such an encouragement when you start to see even a small prophecy come true. And then you're like, well, now I have faith to believe in these other ones that or this other one that seems a little more intense or a little, I don't know how that's going to work out. And that's the amazing thing though, is like that God takes the little we have and turns it into so much more. And that can be open doors that can be, um, you know, um, God giving you access to so many things that in your mind, maybe, maybe a long time ago, you may have been like, I mean, maybe you believed God could do it, but you're like, I don't know how you're going to do this, you know? And now he is. And I can definitely say that for myself too, like for sure. Like, you know, but when those things start to happen, you start to like, look at the other prophecies and you get excited and you're like, God can do anything. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> so, Yeah. Oh, so true. So true. I know he's going to be igniting um, people's hearts today. And yes, Jeff, you're bringing that. And um, what everything you guys have stewarded here is I just feel that fire, that Elijah Mm. fire. But many of you are going to be stirred Mm -hmm. personally today. And I think that if I've heard right, and I believe I have, I believe that this is almost going to be like a ride that you would go on at Disneyland or an amusement park. If you've never been to Disneyland or something like that, where you go on these rides that are experiences and they're fun and you've got things happening on all sides and all kinds of exciting things. And it's thrilling in Mm. some of these rides. If you've never had that, you can use your imagination. So it may even be better for you. But I feel that what's going to happen is it's, it's all going to connect. We're going to come everyone, everything that I've been given from to bring today from the Holy Spirit is somehow connected, but it's going to be like a ride Mm. where some of you are going to get something over here. You're going to see something over here. Some parts going to really hit you and touch you. So I just want to encourage you to grab hold of that. It's not just you. It's, it's the Holy Spirit prompting you, giving you permission, showing you glimpses, maybe even reminding you of things that you've seen, but it is going to be an experience. Amen. 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 Okay. Well, let's, let's buckle up everybody and let's just get into it. So you have, the Lord showed you, uh, something regarding the supernatural invading the natural. So tell us, tell us what that's about. Yes. Oh, I'm glad to tell you about this. Yes. Okay, everybody. So, you know, I'm a flight attendant. I'm a sort of a creative something trapped in a flight attendant body is kind of Mm -hmm. how I feel lately, but that's my role. So I put on a uniform. I I go through training every year. We, we have all kinds of emergency training we do as flight attendants. And I went through this just at the beginning, not long ago, just about a week ago with uh, my annual flight attendant training. And uh, thankfully I'd received an email from a, somebody that was on the Elijah streams called praying medic. Dave Hayes is his name. Mm -hmm. And I signed up under his website to receive emails. An email came right before my training and it was on praying for the glory to come. Mm. Right now I ask you, Holy spirit, let your glory Mm -hmm. come. Yes. 
settle upon each one, mm-hmm. Jeff, Illumination, myself, and everybody that's here. Thank you, Lord. I prayed that the glory would come in my training. It was a two-day class. And to be very honest with you, I've never had trouble with this before. Sometimes we have to study and just there's new information we have to study for, memorize, get it right. Mm -hmm. But this year, it was a little hard for me to concentrate and study. So Mm -hmm. I delayed my training class twice, which I've never done before, um, almost a month later. And I we have to get in the mode in these trainings where we are literally enacting an emergency evacuation and Mm -hmm. shouting for people to evacuate. We are doing pretend CPR. We are doing uh, all kinds of emergency actions and simulating them. And we have to be specific and exact with our words when we're shouting commands. For example, uh, leave everything. Come this way, exit here, jump, leave everything. Come this way, exit here, jump. And we have all these different commands for getting people out of a burning airplane or something like that. So it gets intense and we're reenacting it. We're we're tested on it. Well, I had been going back with muscle memory to a a command, a shout, words that we used to say years ago. And for some reason it kept coming. So I got it wrong and I had to do this over and we have to get it right. The third try is the final try. So at the end of that first day of training, I was pretty vulnerable, raw, knowing that I needed to complete this and get it right the second day. So throughout the first day, I was vulnerable. And what happened is I'd prayed for the glory. So throughout the day, there was only nine people in our class, one of my very good friends, and then others that I didn't know. And somehow on the breaks, we'd started talking and connecting. And one of the girls was going through a situation. I didn't realize she'd just gotten a message. She'd lost a friend of hers that had passed that day, a young person. And we started talking about different things. And I felt, I just had this memory of bringing up the shack, the book. Mm -hmm. And so I started to share about the shack and in the natural and reality, that book also really touched my life. Mm -hmm. I shared it with a lot of people. It's, it's an unexpected book uh, written and it really, it's it's got the the Lord, it's got God all over it, but it's written in an unexpected way. And the it story is, yeah. is very tragic, but yeah. the way God uses it is just unexpected and amazing. So I was sharing a little bit about that. And I've actually met the the writer, the author of the shack. Paul Young. And come to know Paul yeah. Young and his family, especially as as kids, especially one of his daughters. And uh that was so special because I actually heard the backstory of the story, which is mm-hmm. even more profound than the actual yeah. book to my, you know, how God's used it. But I shared mm-hmm. that anyways, it sort of hit this girl and she's like, I need to read it again. And so one of the other girls in this class heard about it later on, she came up to me and she said, you know, I just received like, she didn't know how to call a prophetic word, but it was by a relative. She's yeah. like, I, it's so weird, but I just received like uh, words from something. She tried to de- describe the, yeah. you might think it's weird, but I'm yeah. like, no, it's not weird. But she received a word about reading the shack and it was mm-hmm. just like the day before. So we started, um, it opened up this conversation and then all these different things sort of started happening. That same girl that said she got the word about it. We were talking again, one-on-one in a, pri- you know, kind of a break. And she opened up something else to me. And I felt to tell her a word, a number that's really important to me. We were talking about signs and listening to things that sometimes we see and they mean something. And I happened to share the number 414. 
to me, it really, uh, Esther 414, that scripture, I, I see 414 everywhere. And it's just, it's means so much to me. Every time I see it, I, I know it's the Lord. And she happened to be taken back by that and shared how 414 wow. was a very, very important number to her involving um, a relative and that had passed um, away. So it opened up this whole thing during the whole day, all these things were happening. One of my friends shared how her daughter had passed away during the CPR portion of training. Mm. She said she'd actually done CPR on her daughter oh, and her daughter goodness. didn't make it. So it started people started tearing up, crying and, and hugging and loving. And then actually joy came and a bonding and the Holy Spirit just continued to settle over this room and this training class. So towards the end of the day, I was completely jello inside, yeah. <laughs> knowing that I still have to pass the next day. Yeah. To be honest, not everybody had to take it the next day. There was only a couple of us, including me. Yeah. So I had to get it right. I had to get in my head, but I was so overcome with the glory. It was just really present. Yeah. And I was feeling the Lord's heart for all of these people, especially the two girls, the original. And then, so I come back the next day again, raw, raw, raw. And I found that, find out that the testing is going to be at the end of the day. So the whole day again, yeah, <laughs> this vulnerability. Yeah, Thank no God kidding. I was vulnerable because the glory was there. I literally... So it, it continued all of these divine like conversations where the spirit just came literally were crying wow. in the class. Oh man. People are getting teared up, not because of the class, because of what the Lord had filled the room with. Yeah. So towards the end, it was getting towards the very end. And all of a sudden there's just maybe 15 minutes more in class. And I'm watching from the back at my table and my whole body starts to almost shake. And okay. I felt the glory so Yeah, strong. I know that feeling. Yeah. And I know I'm taking a long time with this, but no, what good. happened is profound because I knew what I was going to do. And inside I'm praying under my spirit, everything was a blur and I couldn't even see the screens of what they were talking about at the end. And I started to feel like it's stirring in me. It was like a peace because the peace and it was like this glory was inside this classroom, but I felt it inside me, this peace and my body felt weak, like literally I could float mm. and I'm knowing I've got this coming up. So all of a sudden I just prayed again and for the glory and I felt the Holy spirit come in and I saw that he was going, he said, I'm going to be doing this test, this mm. drill. Okay. I'm going to be evacuating the airplane, not you. Yeah. And I literally felt overcome. I feel it right now. Wow. I felt overcome. I was like, how can I even do anything? I, I can't even, I feel like jello. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to move. My feet were like, I didn't, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. So I can tell you all I knew was I had that expectancy. He was going mm. to do it. All that to say is I made it through the testing. I literally did feel that jello like, and I felt the peace of God. And he absolutely did that mm. test, that drill yeah. through me. He yeah. did it. He took over. Yeah. And it's such that whole, the glory came and it was such a, a, a sign to really ask for and pray for the glory. So I've been doing mm. that ever yeah. since. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It really seems like things are very thin right now. Like mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm seeing people who are, who are getting touched by the Holy spirit that never, um, you know, that it just wasn't something that was familiar to them getting mm -hmm. hit by the glory. Like it wasn't something that's familiar to them. Like we were at, you know, Krista Elisha, a lot of people know her. What up, Krista? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hi, Krista. Uh, 
the uh, she did a tent revival here in uh, in Oregon um, wow. and last weekend, and uh, my mother in law was there, and um, it was amazing to see. Like she she fell out in the glory, and she'd never fallen out in the glory before, and she's known <laughs> the Lord her whole life, and and it was just it was a great time, you know. So we're we're seeing people who are there's this awakening that's happening and this sensitivity and God's I, it just feels like Barry once just described a like things feel really thin right now, you know, mm, like the, yeah. the separation between us and the, the Lord is just thinner right now. And so that's, that's uh be expectant mm. you guys uh, just as the Lord does stuff during this broadcast. Oh um, yeah. You know, so thanks for listening. The Elijah fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner. Visit Elijahfire.com slash donate. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. may the glory just touch you mm-hmm. right now. I pray for the glory to be released yeah. over you and for the rest of this, our, our time together today. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah. So, um, how do you foresee this happening? Is it just going to be, because it, I kind of want to break down what happened. It really seemed like you just, you just waited for opportunities to just bring up certain things in interactions with people, right? It honestly just came. Yeah. You know, just sometimes, you know how you say something, you don't realize how it's going to, but I just had, it just came talking about the shack, mm-hmm. uh, talking about the 414, And then my girlfriend bringing up about what happened with her daughter, you know, the whole, it wasn't just me. It was actually, you could just see the Holy Spirit moving and even releasing the conversations and others too. But I didn't even, I didn't try. It was Mm. really all, all him. And I guess if that's any encouragement, just those things that come to you, even if it's like, why am I, why am I getting this? Like, for example, I just noticed I'm wearing this necklace, um, this is a company or a jeweler called We uh, Wear Braca, like okay. W E A R B R A C H A, and they design jewelry that's really beautiful. This one I don't know if you can see it, but it's butterflies. It's actually called the Mariah necklace. So oh, when you mentioned the name Mariah, Mariah earlier, yeah, you know there's those those things that God does, and I'm glad that you pushed leaned into this, Jeff. Because another thing that I've been really feeling (laughs) and blown away by God is, is his code, Mm. his coding, his, uh, you know, we know prophetic words like butterfly, Mariah, 414, Mm -hmm. whatever those sometimes, uh, for example, Elijah fire, like prophetic words about fire, you know, just Mm -hmm. all the different meanings and themes behind words. Mm -hmm. But the, the Holy Spirit is really releasing waves and layers of his code, mm. his code language. And if yeah. you think about it, there's code in the evil. The enemy yeah. counterfeits codes. He mm-hmm. counterfeits symbolism. He counterfeits signs. He yeah. counterfeits code language, even evil types of code language. And that's a counterfeit of the real. Yeah. And you know, it says... Um, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of Kings to search it out. Mm-hmm. And after our Elijah streams interview, the one I did uh, with Steve, mm-hmm. the Holy spirit really spoke through Steve and even through me. And I looked back at it and saw a completely code of, of what happened. Yeah. I could share about that another time, but, yeah. but what happened on my training was such a natural environment. It's was a classroom environment. 
the the two instructors, I don't even know if they knew what was happening. Yeah. They could feel it. They couldn't quite hear us and see us in all the breaks. Yeah. But the presence of God came in. And Barry Wunches had words about that, that there would be yeah. the Holy Spirit prayer meetings and and things of the spirit would be breaking out in factories, mm -hmm. offices, administrative places yep. where we least expect it. And that's it happens on my flights mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. The Holy oh, spirit really? Wow. Is oh, it yeah. just in like with coworkers or is it with, uh, you know, passengers and pilots? All of is the above. All of the above. Yeah. All of the above. I, um, I, right after the Elijah streams, I had a trip to Florida and I knew that I was going to be bringing back a key. And I actually felt that there's keys for Elijah streams for Steve, for all mm -hmm. of you that, that I just thought even my going there, I know it, you know, Sometimes you hear things, I'm not talking about me being some big person or big, even prophetic sign, but I felt that going there, sometimes I, I know that when I go places, it's actually right when things are happening there, just okay. following and tracking that over all of my years flying. And I know that I've come to know that I pray that the Lord rearrange my schedule, the people that are going to be coming into my life, or I'll be brought to, or they'll be brought to me. I ask him to rearrange it to be what, you know, his will. And I've done that because so many times when you least expect it, something happens. But right. I did feel that I was going to bring back a key on that flight. And I was given three gifts, tangible gifts on that flight. One was a giant picture, a, a woman, not a child, a woman drew of butterflies. Okay. And it was titled Change is Beautiful. Oh, wow. She handed it to me. I'd, I see I'd seen her drawing it, opened up a conversation on the flight. She was really touched. She was traveling for a personal reason. And um, and then I received two other tangible gifts that actually I believe they're for you all. So oh. share that with you. But oh. so things happen <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And I look for it now. And one of the a recent flight, I had a young girl. She was traveling by herself, an unaccompanied minor child. And she was beautiful. Her name's Olivia. And I recorded it because it was such a significant moment. I was able to talk with her. And towards the end of the flight, while we were waiting to, I was waiting to bring her off the plane. I happened, she said, what is it like being a flight attendant? So I told her, I shared how much I love it. And, and I asked her what she would want to be if she had any idea. And she says, I really want to be an animator. Oh my goodness. And I hope okay. I was able to share with her how I've met and encountered animators and mm -hmm. what I believe God's doing in animation mm -hmm. and about to do. So I just said, mm -hmm. wow, you go for it, you know? And so those opportunities to just see what's right in front of me and wow, Holy Spirit, what are you, you know, sometimes even before, I don't even ask, but what comes I'll just say. And I've learned that you really never, you might never find out anything if you actually don't say anything even yeah. just general conversation, but yeah. even that, that, the supernatural, the supernatural is really invading the natural. It's back to that, that paper thin realm. Yeah. It, Amen. It's so exciting what God is about to do. Mm -hmm. Please hear this. The back to that, that realm, the code some of you have heard codes. You've heard words. You see things, you've seen signs. I give you permission as a daughter of the most high, you are daughters and sons of the most high God. I give you permission to lean into that and know that he is speaking to you. 
those things that touch your heart, mm-hmm. that touch the cords of your heart, that pulling on the cords, even right now, he's speaking to you all the time. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I really do just uh, encourage you to see what's beneath the surface, even in mm-hmm. the code of what he's yeah. saying, and he will reveal yeah. it to you. Yeah. So just to give a little bit more, I guess, uh, clear definition of what you mean by code, because you did explain it a little. Mm -hmm. So if I'm understanding what you mean by codes correctly, like, you know how when uh, there's, they talk a lot about dream language. So, um, you know, God could, God could bring um, like, okay, we had uh, Mandy Woodhouse, uh, who's from Australia. We had her on the show. Uh, We've had her on the show a couple of times. And she was talking about a word she'd gotten about dragonflies and, 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 and it was a dream that she had had and, um, people had written her and said, Oh, I think the dragonflies mean this because dragonflies mean this negative thing in the, mm-hmm. uh, and she goes, well, actually I know what the Lord was saying to me because I've always loved dragonflies and he knows that. And he was speaking to me in a language I understood through my dreams. So is that kind of what you mean about codes with specific symbolism related to specific things that only you and God may know what it means? Yeah. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Um, okay. To kind of dive a little after that word or that time with Steve and I, mm-hmm. uh, he mentioned it, the spirit hit him at one point during our interview. That was on February 24th. We're filming this on the 24th and actually the 24 is a number that resonates with me all the time. So even though you're seeing this on the 26th, I believe. Yeah. But uh, that's again, some of the code, you know, wow. 24th again, here we are. But after that, uh, during and after that broadcast, well, Steve, during it, he got hit with. um, So I had wanted to, and I wasn't sure if that was the right time to release something about a birthing and the birthing Mm -hmm. of the spirit that's happening. And it was actually, I heard it like an announcement from heaven Mm -hmm. is the birth announcement and the Lord is announcing it. Mm -hmm. Well, I was sort of not sure if, and, and, but it leaked out some of it leaked out. And I did, I said something about the birthing of heaven, you know, birthing of promises, the birthing of the move of God is happening now. And it's an announcement from heaven. Mm -hmm. The birth announcement is happening now. Mm -hmm. And a little bit after that, Steve had the word about the casting out of the nines. So many wrote in about that number nine being significant. You're one of nine children. The number nine is so significant to you. And he got the anger of the Lord. And it came up and rose up. The emotion actually took over and came in. I felt it so strongly. Mm-hmm. Well, looking back at that broadcast, I think I was sort of trying to look back and see some of the things that were said because I didn't know some of what was said. And that was when the time frame of they actually uh, passed a bill to stop abortion in the ninth month. Mm. And he was talking about the casting off of nines Mm -hmm. and the nines being cast off. And the Lord, the anger came and said, no, you are not being cast off. Mm. And that was a sort of thing that happened that wouldn't have been seen or caught, I think, by the eye, unless some you're looking deeper. And then I started to think, wow, I had a couple of other revelations. And one thing was uh, the there was a word about fingernail clippers that God was going to speak through zippers. And uh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. uh, Fingernail clippers. 
Yeah. Braces and zippers and fingernail clippers. And wow, so much came back about that too. I would not have expected it, but there was an article and I Googled fingernail clippers that day or around that day, February 24th. And there was a, there was a, a justice, a criminal uh, thing that happened years ago that they were able to convict this criminal in a murder case because of fingernail clippings, mm. the DNA in it. So it's like sometimes you there's codes, there's hidden. Sometimes it's literally um, like my name. My last name is Hobart. On or around that day, there was there's a city in Hobart, Tasmania. That day that I did that broadcast, Hobart is the capital of Tasmania. Tasmania is outside of Australia, and Tasmania was struck the the um, the cords that can that allow internet act to work were severed that day. There was like a, a break and a silencing for internet banking wow. phones when at weren't able to work. So it was like that happened. And that's just my name, Hobart. And I thought there's more to our God than we realize. Sometimes he's speaking and doing, and you know, it says that he does nothing without first revealing his word to the servants, the pro- his servants, that's the right. prophets. Yep. We're, and he desires that we all prophesy. And mm-hmm. I, we all have, Dave Hayes, who was on, said we he believes we all have that ability. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, but there's so much, so many ways that the Holy Spirit is speaking. It's becoming clearer and clearer. But I was blown away by that because to me it showed a fascinating God that mm-hmm. there's so much that I don't know. And yeah. he's continued to reveal more and more of who he is, who mm-hmm. we are in him, as I've had that revelation. And I feel that there are codes, there are creative ideas, there are creative things he wants to breathe and do and just create new things all over. And that birthing is part of that. There's things mm. being birthed right now and Amen. revelation coming that we've not had before. Yeah. And new you're things. part of that. Everybody, new you're things. part of this. Yes. Amen. So take, take it. Yes. Receive yes. it. Yeah. So let's jump actually into yet another point that I actually feel segues really nicely into what you're talking about with that girl, Olivia, on that flight. She wanted to be mm-hmm. an animator. So you have a um, kind of a prophetic word about God releasing people, including animators. So talk about that. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. There is a release there is a release and permission being given to animators, coders, designers, writers, dancers, singers, musicians. There is a release and a permission being given to you to create, to dream, to do, to walk with me and flow with me. It doesn't matter your age. I see children leading orchestras. Wow. I see kids teaching classes, directing movies, does not matter age. I see people of every age. Those of you that your dreams have been delayed, it's your time Mm. to create, to do. And it's going to be a message. No matter what your age is, it's going to inspire. It's going to be of God. Grab hold of this. There is such a permission. So who is the master storyteller? Back to the thing of our God. I just... He just revealed this to me this morning. Mm. Our God is the master storyteller. Amen. He, he, Jesus was a storyteller all throughout the Bible. He was telling stories, parables. You know, he's creative. The Holy Spirit is so creative. 
And our God is the chief director. He is the editor-in-chief. And you are the main attraction and you are the star of this story. So I'm going to, their animation, this is coming in just a moment, but there, you are an epic story of God. You are in the most epic motion picture trilogy. <laughs> the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the Trinity has, you are here for such a time as this, and you are the main event. You are the main attraction and you are the starring role. And your Lord God is your director. He's yeah. your editor. Right. Things of your past that you want to forget and hope are forgotten are covered by the editor-in-chief in red. They are covered by the blood of Jesus. And there are some things that remain because they will tell the glory of his name. Mm. But you are living out a motion picture. And I want everyone that's watching to know that right now, this day, for such a time as this, no matter your age, no matter your status, no matter what you look like, who you are, whether you have believe you have a creative bone in your body, you were created and knit together into your mother's womb mm. by the master creator. Right. And that spirit of creativity was breathed in you. Mm -hmm. You're from that. He is in you and you are in him. So it is in you. Mm. So when I speak of the creatives and the artists, I'm talking every kind. You could have a desk and administrative role. Well, guess what? If you aren't creating and about to create what you're meant to, we'll never have that project, that thing that you're that invention that you've got to come. So God is the master director. And I saw it like that. And he wants you to know he's the editor. He's the writer. There are scenes that are behind the scenes bloopers that didn't make it to the final cut. But you know what? Some of you are about to release the words of the things you've seen that were behind the scenes mm -hmm. and they will be brought out and seen in an amazing mm -hmm. way to show a story of you and what God's done in you and doing through you. Mm. So I saw, I felt this anointing on animators, artists. And you know what, everyone? I don't know animation. I know I love it. I know <laughs> I love, I've always loved creative uh, movies and films, especially like animation and Disney animation's always been one of my favorites since I was little. Mm -hmm. And just a side story, my sister and I used to have plays when we were in elementary school. We'd invite neighbors and friends. Oh, I love we it. Would do plays and we literally created this one called animal kingdom where it was all about the animal and the and when the lion king came out we were convinced we had created that movie first so <laughs> and my um you know as i'm speaking about disney or other things i am really not uh i'm not speaking about con condoning any company or anything but i know that god speaks through he can speak through anything right I so talk about in, that a lot on this yeah, show. So yeah, good. yeah. Oh, good, Jeff. So yeah, yeah, just a release on that. But so I, uh, from little, I've not, uh, my sister is actually an Imagineer currently mm -hmm. and an artist. And she's an interior designer, but she's very creative musically in every way. And we used to create Disney rides. She actually wrote into Disney and Nintendo about her ideas for games and rides That's and they amazing. wrote her back and now she's working doing what she's so cool does. but the animate this thing of animation and creating came to me and i just know that some of you are animators mm -hmm. or you're dreaming of that and you know that's something in you there are characters that you're meant to bring to life mm. books also tv also games also 
there are creative characters and stories that are meant to come to life through you. And there's going to be new ways and platforms and mediums to do that. But God is speaking through animation. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show. And I want to tell you a little background because I don't know this in the natural. So everything that you're hearing is really in the spirit other mm-hmm. than my desire and love of, yeah. of creative. But you, the the Holy Spirit is, he's he's been showing some of you things. Some of you feel like you're very far away from that, but it's close. He's been giving you ideas, storylines. Even I see characters. There's Mm. characters you're made to create. So Mm. in the movie, Beauty and the Beast, um, that movie has a scene. And at the end of this, at the end of the movie, uh, Beauty and the Beast was produced by a man named Don Hahn with a team of other great artists. And I had the pleasure of meeting Don Hahn. I was invited by my friend to the uh, opening night of the Lion King when it came to Las Vegas. So I was able to sit in the front row in the orchestra, orchestra, right above the orchestra pit. Wow. And watch the production. I've never been to another musical like that. I've never been to a Broadway play. That was the only one I've been to. But it was so powerful. The storyline of uh, that was the Lion King. So Don Hahn also produced The Lion King. Mm -hmm. At the after event of this uh, release for The Lion King, Don Hahn comes to my friend and I. My friend was actually in the play. And he asks if he can take pictures of us. And and then he introduces himself. Hello, I'm the producer of Lion King. And I thought, oh, my goodness. What? Hi. He ended up very, very kindly sharing, having a conversation with us. And his daughter was with him. Don, if you ever see this, oh, I hope you do. Mm. Bless you, Don. He is, Mm -hmm. God is working and doing something in in you, Don. Amen. He shared how about Beauty and the Beast and Lion King, how they integrate. He said, we would sit in my living room, the few of us, and talk about how we're going to enter, you know, the lion and how we're going to enter Beast how do we make this story come alive on his couch in his living room? When he said they use scripture, they go back to scriptures, to Shakespeare, wow, to okay. glean from the stories. Yeah. So when you watch the scene from the Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast, there's the part at the end where Belle, Belle is the, the heroine or the main character mm-hmm. in this. She's sort of a, a creative girl. She's sort of outcast because she likes books and she's not a, the a dreamer yeah she's a dreamer she wants mm-hmm. something a life beyond their little provincial french town and she's just searching for that something but knows it's out there and she comes to meet beast and be captive in this castle and then towards the end they develop this relationship and it's something deeper it's it's a relationship but beast is this horrible looking just somebody that you'd be afraid, uh, terrified of somehow mm. they got some connection and towards the very end beast is risked his life for bell and he's fallen and about to die and bell everything within her was yearning and broken and she could have left and fled and had her freedom but she went down on the ground and beast was wounded and she began to cry and her tears washed over him And then what happened is the only thing that could have saved his life 
she said, I love you mm-hmm. and cried upon his chest and light and flashing started to happen. And the music in the scene picked up very Royal Regal mm-hmm. and a swirling happened around beast. And he began to swirl up and slowly his paws became hands and his feet became his paws became feet and his body turned different and the mask of the beast came off and Mm -hmm. this music is building and he's being dropped on the ground, almost draped in a blanket and laid on the ground. And he was the prince Mm -hmm. and bell begins to look at him and see this, you know, handsome man. man, (laughs) And it's completely mind blowing. And then it looks, she looks in his eyes. It's his eyes. So that scene there's something about animation that, you know, again, the codes, it goes so much deeper. Yeah. But the love that she expressed when it looked like if this was a beast, this was not somebody you would think you were ever going to marry or love. He's, he's like an animal. Mm-hmm. The whole thing would be weird. Mm-hmm. But she saw deeper and she said she shared her love. And it was that love that caused this transformation that beast could become back to what he really was made to be Mm -hmm. the prince. And I, I've, this is kind of a dual talking about animation, the power of animation, but the power of your story. And again, I feel that release and that permission for those of you that have not been seen or valued that have been deemed outcast, nothing insignificant, Nobody washed Mm. up, hopeful for no reason. The love sets you free to be Mm. who you are. The love releases you. And I feel there's such a charge of us. We are the body of Christ. It's not a body of water. It's a body with hands and feet and parts. And there are different parts and there are uncomely parts and there are parts that are meant to be out there. And there are parts that are behind the scenes and we need you all. Mm. And it's our role duty right now to really love those that we don't understand Mm -hmm. and love the artists and love those that have big dreams Mm -hmm. and love those that see themselves and are excited about what God's made them to be and not bring them down or put them down or, or shun their faith. Mm-hmm. This is a time that God is speaking Amen. love yeah. to every gift. And we must value that because ultimately what we see and call up in others will cause them to rise. Mm-hmm. So the Lord is releasing animators and artists. Amen. There are stories he wants to tell through you yeah. and you are his story. Amen. You and really something are. that I wanted to say really quick is people, if you've been watching Elijah fire for even a little while, we do not plan that we reach out to people and I just want people to share what is on their heart. There may be times where I say, Hey, you're, you really talk, you talk about this a lot. I would really love to highlight this, but if you've noticed, and this is not planned, people show up on this show sharing what the Lord wants to put, wants to, they feel what the Lord wants to communicate. And time and again, we keep going over the same subjects, which is dreaming grabbing a hold of those dreams and those promises that God has given you and to pick them up because now is the time to grab a hold of these, whether it was Abby Duplaga or it was um, Andrew Whalen last weekend, Maddie Montgomery yesterday, today, you know, 
And it can even be that God is transitioning you out of something that you were like, this is where I'm going to be. But then all of a sudden God is moving you into a new arena um, that was unexpected and it's exciting and it's amazing. And the one thing that I just feel, I just feel like uh, it's been like fighting its way out of me. And I need to say this, there are some of you that have been told because you felt a burning inside of you that you were going to be an animator or a musician or a, a game developer or um, you know, you're just a storyteller in general, and you've had people speak over you. That's not a real job. Go get something else. I speak against that because I believe in you. Andrea believes in you. My producer illumination believes in you, but most importantly, your God in heaven believes in you and they can't see what God has given you eyes to see and you eyes to see only that's you. That's your calling. That's your responsibility. That's what God has designed for you. So I speak encouragement over you. If that's something that that you have been warring with and you've been struggling with because you're like, oh, what's my what's my family going to think? Because they're all lawyers or they're all um, in real estate or they're all they all do this thing. And, and, and I'm being called to do this left of center thing. God is for you. Mm. And if God is for you, who can be against you? Who can be against you that matters? Um, so I just speak encouragement over you. Be blessed, be encouraged, be emboldened to grab a hold of those things. You don't need to know how this all pans out. You just need to know what the next step is. So for those people that can't even see what the, the next step is, um, I'll give you a secret. I keep hearing your word is a lamp unto my feet. And so spend time in his presence, seek his face, spend time in the word. And I just speak um, I just speak for uh, a revealing of what the next step is for some of these people that are like, I, I know this is what I'm supposed to do, but I just don't know. I speak revelation in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, I echo that. I feel yeah. like heat, like fire mm -hmm. all around. Oh me. yeah. I've been feeling it this whole episode. I'm just like, <laughs> It, it's just yeah. increased, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah. You just broke broke things. Yeah. You broke things off mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. You broke things off so mm -hmm. many people. Whoa. Mm -hmm. That I I just feel this. There are uh, the delay. This ties into delay. Um, mm -hmm. There is a counterattack on delay over your lives. There's a counterattack mm -hmm. of delay. Now, I know that sometimes the enemy has caused delays. He's done it. He's caused some delays, but there are some delays. There are some delays that God is absolutely using in a way that you will not even be able to imagine. I'm talking about delays in your lives. Oh, that's good. Delays yeah. in your life. And I, I feel this so strongly. You know, in the Bible... Sarah, Sarah was too old to bear a child in the natural. There was a delay. Mm. But what God did in her and told her caused her to laugh. Mm. He told her and promised her a, a child, a baby. And we would not have that story and that mirac miraculous story today if it hadn't been a delay. But what he did was he counterattacked, God counterattacked that delay. And that birthing came through in a way that only he could have done. And then he did it with a laugh. Sarah laughed 
And he said, what? So the laugh, he, her name even was added to from Sarai to Sarah, A-H, and Abraham from Abram to Abraham, the ha. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the ha, 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 mm-hmm. aha against yeah. the enemy. The Lord laughs at the plans of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And there is delays that have been over some people that are breaking right now. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, there we go. breaking right now. Yes. But I want to tell yeah. you, the Holy Spirit and the Lord, our God is counterattacking even the delays the enemy meant for evil, for good. Mm-hmm. And he did that with Esther. Esther knew there was a timing. She probably had a different idea for her life when she came into this royal place and all the preparations in the years of laying down something that maybe she wanted a family or normalcy in her life, but she laid it down and there were all these years. And then she's in with the king. She's in the palace. She's been given favor and she wants to save her people, the Jewish Jewish people from Mm -hmm. death. And she had a plan and she had wisdom and she had Mordecai and others around her to pray. And she ultimately called a feast to talk to the king. And it was delayed. She ended up calling another feast, but that feast had to be delayed so that the king could have a dream and he could dream about Mordecai and call for the chronicles to become and read to him. So he would know that he needed to reward Mordecai so that Mordecai, the gallows Haman was planning for him, could hang the enemy instead. So Esther knew there was a timing. She was waiting. She was patient and waiting, and the timing came for her to then have the favor with the king. But it was a delay, and God used the delay, and he spoke through the delay, and that delay was a counterattack on the enemy. If he hadn't, the king had had that dream and Esther would have gone ahead, we would have had a much different story. Right. But that is where some of you are at. Mm-hmm. The feast. Feast stands for, I heard, for every appointed season and time. Mm. There is a feast. And this is your time. And every delay the enemy meant for evil is breaking off you mm-hmm. right now. And I pray right yeah. now a release of permission for your promises. I pray a release for your destinies. Mm-hmm. A release that every delay in your life, the counterattack comes from the Lord of the God of heaven against that right now. He's doing that in this nation. The delays are actually bringing forth the treasures Mm -hmm. because something that's been built in you all these years that you didn't know and built in this nation and built in the world and built in the body of Christ is about to be just explode in the natural. Mm -hmm. We would not have what we're about to have through you if there hadn't been some delay. Yeah. But I know that God's reversing that and he's reversing delays and the major delay of all time. The enemy thought he had won. Mm. Jesus was on that cross and he died. Mm-hmm. And the enemy thought mm-hmm. it was finished. Amen. Yeah. Well, something was finished. Yes. Jesus on the cross. That's right. Paid and he died for each of us, for each of you to come into the fullness of everything God has for your life. He paid for mm-hmm. every sin, everything. He went to the deepest steps, mm-hmm. the highest heights. He went to the deepest places you've been. And he came and he was resurrected. Mm-hmm. And that was a counter attack on delay. And there is resurrection power being released to you right now. Mm-hmm. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is in you. And I just pray that release right now of resurrection power to every dream resurrection joy Mm -hmm. the laughing at the plants of the enemy 
you're not going to believe how God turns it around. Mm -hmm. So much better than you mm. could have imagined. Oh, yes. Better than if it would have been resolved or earlier. There's something that's been built in you in this time of waiting when nothing looked like it was changing. Even right now, some of you are there. Mm. God says, in that waiting, in that faith, that faith in you, some of you don't feel like you have it, but you do. And I just release that spirit and gift of faith because you know something's coming. Mm. In that faith, in that yearning and longing in your heart, as you look up to your father, as you pray, as you speak to him, as you settle inside of yourself, I choose to believe God and take this and receive this. You have no idea, and I have no idea how that's touching him right now. Mm. Because on the cross, that was an intentional delay planned from the beginning of time. It was an intentional, momentary pain, loss, ultimate sacrifice. It was an intentional delay, just as Esther was delayed to save her people. And they were saved at the hand of God. This was an intentional delay to save you, to make a way for you. Do you know that as you yearn and long and look to God and say, thank you, Lord, I have faith again. If you could see how he's looking at you. <laughs> he touches, it touches the deepest place because that was his intention. He did it all for you. So you and your position and your place right now, just reach up and, and believe, I encourage you. You will not know. And one day you'll know how much that touched the Father. How much that touched mm -hmm. Jesus. How much that touched our God. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Mm. Mm. Amen. Yeah. I was talking Amen. to a friend of mine. We're almost at time, but I, you know, this was great. This is so great. I just was feeling God's presence, but it, it's interesting to think about delay. And I was talking to a good friend of mine last night and we were, we were talking about our lives and the lives that God has, has, you know, had us lead and thinking about the plans that I had um, and the way my life looks now are very different, but it's better because if I had planned out to a T exactly what I was going to do in the exact way I was going to do it, it would have been completely devoid of the breath of God, that life mm -hmm. force of God and his guidance in my life. And the difference is that my life has been marked with his fingerprints because Everything I've done has been through his leading. And it's even been in those things that, that I didn't feel like doing, but I knew I was supposed to do. And that it, sometimes it led to delay, to be completely honest in my life. You know, I'm like, well, the opportunity's right here. I should just do it. And then, and then you hear God say, no, wait. And then it's like that obedience in those moments and that what he did as a result of that within me 
and stuff I could have never done on my own. And, mm-hmm. and so it's just, um, yeah, wow. I don't know. I was thinking about that. Somebody wow. else needs to, somebody need to hear that, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Andrea, man, this wow. was, this was great. This was, this was great. <laughs> this um, was so good. Mm. That, yeah, that really, that really ministered to me, Jeff. Mm. Too. Good. Good. Wow. Yes. Awesome. Well, Andrea, um, I mean, I guess you kind of already prayed for people, but if there's anything else you feel led to pray, I want to okay. give you the floor. If you feel like, no, I did what I was supposed to do. But if you've got something that you feel like, you know, you need to pray, go for it. Okay. Wow. Yes. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Mm-hmm. God, I thank you so much that you are just above and beyond all that we could ask or imagine, Lord. Would you show yourself to your people? Even the creative ones, God, I really, I pray and and release this, but I ask you for your glory to come upon the, every creative person. The new things that haven't ever been released yet. What is it you want to do through us, God, through, through you? What you have, Father, for each person, I ask that you would do it, Lord. I also ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would touch every single one that's been in delay. And that's been in hard delays for a long time. I pray a release over you right now. I pray right now the supernatural presence of God to fill you, to touch you, to heal you, to show you the epic story that you are in him. You know, no story or movie would be good if it was perfect. In fact, quite the opposite is true. You are all, you're in a story with, it's the most epic battle, the most epic scene, the greatest adventure, the greatest love story you could ever imagine. And you're the starring role. When the battle comes and the battle gets real, it can be hard to think this way and remember. But God wants you to remember, the greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. There's nothing too great for him or big for him. He can't turn around and he will turn it around and turn it for good for you. But I bless everyone that's in a delay. I know that God sees where you're at. Some of you are in roles, careers, jobs that you are so far from where you want to be and believe you're going to be. But in that, you've been faithful. You've stood. And only God knows, and you may know and know soon, the value and depth and the treasure that's been built in you because you've been standing where you are. You may feel like you've barely been standing but you're standing. (laughs) Mm. God loves you so much. Mm. If there's one person I'm speaking to, you know, this is all worth it. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. And I just encourage you to pray for the glory, ask for the glory to come and ask for the creative anointing of the Holy Spirit to come upon you, go before you, and 
create and create and do the new things that he wants to do through you and in you. This morning I heard this song. Um, yeah, I heard this song. It's I'm this the scripture is I'm doing a brand new thing. I'm doing a new thing, and now it springs forth. Can you not perceive it? So he's doing a new thing. Mm. I'm doing a new thing, a new thing, a new mm. thing, a new thing. I'm doing a brand new thing, a brand new thing. I'm doing it through you. I'm doing it for you and with you and by you and through you and to you. I'm doing a brand new thing for you. I'm doing a new thing, a new thing, a new thing, a new thing, a new thing. I'm doing a brand new thing, a brand new thing, a brand new thing. And I'm doing it with you and for you and through you and by you and to you and in you. Mm -hmm. I'm singing it through you and writing it in you and dancing it inside of you. I'm breathing it in you and through you and for you and to you and with you. I'm doing it with you, with you, with you, with you. I'm doing a brand new thing, brand new thing, a brand new thing. Mm. Everything is made new. So I release the new. I release the new. I release the new to you. That he says I'm doing it in you and with you and through you and by you and for you and to you. I do a brand new thing for you, says the Lord. Mm. Thank you, God. Thank you, mm. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yeah. I also got kind of to go along with that. I kept hearing this lyric from a song playing through my my head. And then you said I'm doing a new thing. And and uh it reminded me I was like, okay, that I'll I'll say it. Um and it's I can't remember the name of the song, but it's by a band called Oh Sleeper. And it's it's um it's it's a dialogue between God and someone who has fallen on hard times or has maybe taken a wayward path um, and feels distant from God and he's speaking declarations. And every single time they say something negative about themselves, he speaks life over them. And it's this back and forth. And um, it's this person saying that, you know, basically they feel like they can't be used anymore. And he says, I can redo anything. And so it's this declaration that he's speaking over this individual and so, so one, someone out there, maybe a couple of people know that maybe there are mistakes that have been made or you've dropped the ball in an area and, and God is basically telling you like, watch, I'm doing a new thing. I'm, I'm going to essentially rewind time. It's going to be as if these things never happened. And so I speak that encouragement over you. I also got something else really weird. Uh, and I've just learned to just say these things, uh, cause they end up working out the Lord, the Lord touches somebody. So. I got fruit punch, um, and I, I do not drink fruit punch. I've not had fruit punch since I was probably like six. So um, there's somebody specifically that saw fruit punch. On round Lord. Thank you, Lord. That was uh, amazing. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. So, um, Andrea, how can the audience follow you and what you're doing? Yeah. Um, well, I have, uh, I have an Instagram and Facebook. If you just search my first and last name, that 
I have had in mind a website and sort of a something for quite a while. I guess I need to get on that. Yeah. But um, I really have. I've had some some ideas. So um, that's in the works as well. But um, social media. And then I uh, I don't know if you want to include. Uh, I think I forwarded maybe an email address, something. If you want to include that. Um, I also have. I'm so thankful to many of you that were on the Elijah Streams broadcast that heard about the Sierra Leone project. Um, I helped co-founded U.S.-based Sierra Cares Foundation, which is helping and assisting orphans and survivors of human trafficking in the uh, in Sierra Leone. And it was a personal journey of actually becoming involved with this. It's so close to my heart. We've built it up and building it up very slowly. Um, but because in part to some of our donors and even those of you that donated from Elijah Streams, uh, we had previously purchased land and are working now on our community center that's going to bring healing to these survivors and just continue to provide ways for them to grow and be loved and healed. And many also wrote into the Sierra Cares website. So since I don't have a personal website yet, if you want to find me on Instagram, Facebook, or even uh, I think that they're going to include a personal email that you want to share any testimonies, please yeah, do so that way. Just tell people what that yeah. personal email is, and then we'll make sure to put it in the okay. description too. But yeah, go ahead and tell people now. Okay. It's the uh, first and last name, Andrea Hobart, uh, 414 at gmail.com. You can donate to the Sierra Cares Foundation. We're going to, it's right there, but also the link is in the description. Go support this. What they're doing is amazing. Um, fighting against human trafficking um, and even empowering, um, uh, you empower a lot of children too, correct? Yes. Uh, they're, so it, Sierra Cares Foundation already existed in a, in a way, helping orphans in this community. Many of them had lost their parents due to the Ebola virus mm. and other viruses. And the young man and his wife that founded that alerted us to, to the survivors that had been trafficked out of Sierra Leone to a Middle Eastern country. Turned out that over 500 now have been brought back. Mm. And wow. in our community, or not all of those, but we've helped many of those come back. So um, yes, we're caring for these orphans. Many of them are also, they would be vulnerable to being trafficked or exploited in some way. Yeah. So we have a sponsorship program for the children in education. They're getting nourishing meals. They have just a loving community. And some of the children that are being born from some of the survivors are also being cared for and will be in this healing center. And, you know, a lot of this um, back to the, just the fight against human trafficking and even I mentioned this necklace earlier, the Mariah necklace, they yeah. give back to organizations where BRACA, uh, W-E-A-R-B-R-A-C-H-A, they give back to organizations fighting human trafficking. And that's another thing about what God's doing is there's so many creative outlets, whether it's fashion, jewelry, uh, all kinds of things. There's a film festival that I'm part of in LA. It's, a, it's called the See It End It Film and Arts Festival. Mm. And that is something I could share about maybe another time. It's incredible. Yeah. And you'll probably recognize some of the people involved in that. But I would encourage everyone, you know, this is such a thing right now. There's things being exposed in Hollywood, in the nations that are really revealing a lot of exposure of this injustice of human mm -hmm. and child trafficking yeah. and other exploitations. Mm -hmm. even of celebrities and, and musicians, but there's going to be more that comes out. Know that God is, uh, he's, there's hope. This Amen. is one situation that there's hope being restored. And to see the individuals, even in Sierra Leone that have been 
totally redeemed. They're being so touched. It, it can only happen by God in the way yeah. it is. And yep. he's going to release more of that. And Amen. so I'd encourage you to just press into your communities. You can look for different ways of being involved yeah. in this fight. Yeah. And, and I would love so to, to have you back on and we can talk more extensively about human trafficking and in and the different areas that God is using to to combat this and to expose. I think that'd yeah. be really great. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, that'd be wonderful. Thank you so much. Yes. And for... Illumination said, yes, part two coming. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, All right. We'll get it, we'll get it in the works uh, because I know a lot of people are going to want to hear about that too. And And my wife spent a lot of time when we were in YWAM, we were in Los Angeles, um, her and... Um, our friend Carice, uh, who went home to be with the Lord, the mm -hmm. two of them built um, a ministry that was helping, you know, very grassroots at the time. It was very, uh, people weren't talking about it as much. It was just starting to come on the radar for a lot of people. I um, mean, so a lot of prayer, a lot of intercession over that. And now it seems like 10 years, 10 years, 10 plus years later, things are starting to get revealed. And she's like, yeah, it seemed like you know, we just were kind of, we didn't really see a whole lot of fruit. I'm like, this is the fruit. Oh yeah. You and everybody else that pursued this rose awareness, prayed, interceded. This is the fruit. Yes. This is, you know, it's been a group effort from the body of Christ and, and even just other people who maybe aren't believers yet, but have been fighting this. This is the, this, the fruit we're beginning to see the fruit and it's just going to increase more and more and more. So I can't wait, cannot wait to talk yes. about it. Yeah. It's going to oh, be and I honor Lauren with that. Thank yeah. you, Lauren, for all that you've, that is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, she will know someday yep. in the natural and someday in heaven, how much mm -hmm. she and you guys contributed to that. Amen. That's just incredible. Amen. So yes, blessings over you. Yes. Amen. Well, Andrea, thank you so much. This was great. This was great. Thank you, Jeff. So and thank yeah. you, Illumination. Yes. You are both incredible. Mm. Blessings on this. Let it continue to just mm. grow yes. and grow and grow. Amen. I know I love it. So yeah. thank you. I do too. This is great. <laughs> so everybody, that's our show. Thank you so much. Everybody, encourage one another. Pray for one another. We love you guys. And we will see you again next week. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.